Hey guys, welcome back to KB Shorts, episode 8, here with Fee. What's up, man? What's up, man? How's it going? It's been going alright. Tough night tonight for the Hawks. Uh, that's what we're here for. Post-game reaction, but it's a halfway through the second half reaction because KU's down 15, so we decided to get started early. Uh, KU down 56-41 with 7.51 to go in the game, the under-eight timeout. Um, man, been a rough night. Rough night for KU. Uh, offense just has not been there at all. It's been really non-existent. Um, besides the threes made, I don't think the defense has been terrible. They've made a lot of contested threes. I mean, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty much expecting to lose this game. Like, I picked it. I picked Tech in our little pool we have going. And, yeah, good swing game there but for me. I wasn't expecting to get embarrassed. Like, I figured this would be a game that stays pretty close to the line of just like a Back and forth, KU takes the lead, Tech takes it back, you know, four-point game, the whole game, and then Tech just finds a way at the home court with more depth to win over us, but yeah, I mean, you could just tell from like the first 10 minutes, it was pretty much going to be a blowout, so I think, I mean, this is pretty much rock bottom, I think, for KU this year yeah. so far. I mean, I think losing to OU would be more rock bottom of a point in the season but i think this this performance is rock bottom like this they won't play even if they lose to ou they won't play as bad as they played today no i mean yeah looking at right here we're 34 percent from the field 25 percent from three kj adams shot a three that's interesting shot clock really? that's what it says here on the stat sheet there's no chance that's real that's gotta be wrong unless unless it was like Shot clock winding down, he's had to throw one up. I did not see a KJ Adams three-point attempt. Uh, but you got Dickinson, two for nine. I mean, we'll start with him. Um, this is embarrassing. I've been, I've, been the, I've been the biggest Dickinson dick rider ever since we got him. But I got to call spade a spade here. He's been absolutely horrendous tonight. He's really been, you'd say he's really been horrendous. I mean, that second half against Baylor, he was non-existent. Was last, like, Damn, he played really good. Like, when was his last? Yeah, let's take a, I can look. I'll look right here. I don't remember. Baylor, like, I don't care about Dickinson getting twenty anymore. When is like, he dominated? That's what. That's what all the Mich- like some of the Michigan fans said too. Like, yeah, he gets twenty and twelve, but how like winning? Like, how many winning plays does he make? How dominant is he being, or is he just getting stats? Yeah, I. Baylor, uh, Baylor he was dominant in that first half. They couldn't stop him. Yep. And then the second half, he just was a no he was, show. He was good versus he was good versus Houston. K State, he was pretty bad. I thought. I mean, it was a game where he got twenty, but he also missed about eight layups. Yeah, he was eight for eighteen for the he was eight for eighteen for the. Look, I mean, let's think about it. last last three games now. Forty four percent from the field. That's awful for a seven two guy. Thirty six percent from the field against Baylor. That second half, he couldn't make anything. And then tonight, what did they have against Houston. He was nine for fifteen. I cannot see the points. He was 9 for 15 from the field, though, and he didn't make a three. So he had 20. He had 20. Didn't we play before Houston? Didn't we? That was Oklahoma State. That doesn't count. It doesn't count. Iowa State, he wasn't great. Iowa State, he wasn't great. He was all right, but he wasn't great. Uh, He was in foul trouble against Cincinnati. Uh, West Virginia lost. He wasn't good. Um, I mean. Basically, his only good game has been TCU. TCU and Oklahoma. Oh he just three. TCU and Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, what's the score now? 59-43. He's like cooked, dude. 
Yeah, TCU and Oklahoma at home were probably his best games. Those are probably his two best games. The Oklahoma game he had, uh, he had twenty four and fourteen. That was a really good game. The, the TCU game, but I mean, it was. I mean, he had some really good ones. Obviously, you think back to the Kentucky game. That was a game he truly dominated. When we got that from him, I was like, okay, like this guy's going to be competing with Zach Eady all year for who's the best player in the country, who's the player of the year, and it just... This is what I want to read about Dickinson and how I think he's unfairly treated by referees. I know it's Big 12 play, and they let a lot go. He gets hammered a lot. A lot. And they don't call shit. The most free throw attempts he's had in Big 12 play is six. Six free throw attempts. That's wild. Damn. Yeah. I mean, six? The dude gets hammered nonstop. He's got six free throws. UCF game, he was banged up, obviously. Um, But, man. Jeez, dude. They just called him on an offensive foul. This is a joke. Yeah, I mean, he get And again, counter that. He gets a very. He gets a very. I think Self should just get a technical. Like, the game's over. Send a message to, like, say, hey, this is horseshit. Like, you need to give Dickinson some fouls here. Like, I don't think he shot. He hasn't shot. uh, I guess he shot. Two. He shot two free throws. throws. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And then they call him for a lot of weak stuff on the other end. Oh, he just got ejected. Who? Bill Self? Yeah. Huh. Hopefully that sends a message to us to beat the shit out of Oklahoma on fucking Saturday. Yeah, I mean, the game's over. We that's have... another talking point where, like, how many messages does this team need? Yeah, that's a like, very good point. We said this after UCF. All right, well, we slept off through that game. It was probably their biggest game in their history. That's going to be our wake-up call. Well, we lost to West Virginia. All right, well, that's our wake-up call. We lost to two bad teams. Well, I mean, we didn't get one back to Iowa State. Like, that's a respectable loss. We played pretty good. They just played better. Still kind of get it done at K-State. Like, yeah. Now we just – we pretty much lay an egg versus Texas Tech. I mean, at some point we are just who we are. Like, how many messages can this team get? I mean, it's yeah. not – I don't I, think it's I, lack of effort or lack of toughness. They're just – I know we'll be... Chanel just isn't really there, man. I mean, especially when Kevin is hurt. It's just tough. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I think the one Saints self will have to look at after this season is... I know we'll be returning. We'll for sure return Dewan, Dickinson, KJ, Elmarco, McDowell. I would guess Furphy, if he makes the best decision for himself will return to KU. We bring in a good recruiting class, but man, the bench has got to be better. We have to have a better bench. Especially with the especially now with the depth of the Big 12 and we're only going to it's only going to get tough. you had Arizona next year. So the Big 12 is only going to get tougher. Colorado's also gotten good at ball. Utah's good at basketball. We have to have depth for this for this run in the Big 12 because if you don't have depth, your your starters are just going to be gassed and they're going to be you're going to run them down. And I think that's a problem Kansas is having at this point. I think a lot of the starters are worn down. And depth is needed next year. And in this, he has to make sure he's got, he knows he's got a couple guys off the bench that can really succeed. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been I mean, when you watch him, you just, 
they look tired. Dickinson looks tired. KJ looks tired. Dewan is tired. I mean, he plays 40 minutes every game. He's he's a 6'1", 160-pound point guard who has to pretty much do everything offensively with the ball in his hands, and then he guards their best guard every night, too. So, like... Yeah, I mean, it's a problem. Uh, that's why I just think this season is, you know, I'm not going to say... You never want to say a season's over because anything can happen when it gets into the tournament and Bill is the best coach, but it just doesn't feel like this team has the juice to, you know, to win six straight games. It just doesn't feel like it at all. Like you just watch them play, and I don't know how they could win six straight games. I think I'm – I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I'm more on Kentucky to make a deeper run than IMKU. Yeah, because they have juice to score, at least. They have they have what it takes in the tournament, like just dudes who can go get a bucket. Yeah. Even if they can't get stops. Yeah. They're going to be – they're in games. They're always in games. Like, KU's offense is going to take them out of games, dude. Yeah, if KU doesn't play the level of defense that uh, they played versus Baylor or played versus Houston, they're not going to be in games if their offense is bad. Because that was, KU's defense was tremendous against Houston and Baylor. And it really, I don't want to say it's been that bad tonight. I think mainly it's, you know, it obviously doesn't look great, a 20-point blowout. But a lot of it's just because we can't score at all and they're just getting some, we don't offensive rebound ever either. When does KU get offensive rebounds? Never. Like Houston, that's what keeps them around in games. They offensive rebound, the, I mean, we stopped them in our game, but they offensive rebound. We don't have that. I just, I just don't think we have the juice at all. I mean... It sucks, you know, we, going into the year, you thought you had depth, you know, we had a guy had to get kicked off the team, um, Nick Timberlake, is, you know, lights were a bit too bright for Nick Timberlake, um, El Marco, you know, he's just not ready, and Jamari McDowell, they're not ready for the moment yet, I think El Marco's going to be a really good player at Kansas, but I just, he's not ready this year at all, and like you said, Dewan, I, I don't know if, it, I don't know if it'll be at Kansas, yeah, it's true. Yeah, he could he could definitely leave him him and McDowell. You think, do you think it's just a thing where like him and that's a thing where like I can see him leaving because you just think it's a thing where like him and Dewan just don't fit. They definitely don't fit together because he needs the ball. Uh, Marco needs the ball. I'm saying like can self really run that back next year? No, I don't. Well, I mean, he would try. He obviously loves El Marco. Self does. He definitely loves him because he gives him all the chances in the world to play. But like I said, he's not a two guard. He's never been a two guard, and he can't play off the ball. He needs the ball in his hands. He's a point guard. That's what he is. And next year, Dewan's obviously going to be back. Dewan's not leaving the program, and he's not going to the NBA. So Dewan's going to have the ball a lot. So yeah, El Marco it might be you know El Marco might be a guy that transfers out. It's tough. It's just been a it's been a weird year. A year I thought that going into the year I thought I'm that pretty shocked by how this year's going. Oh, very shocked. It's it's you know and then. It's funny because everyone's like, you know, you know, we're talking about we've hit rock bottom, which we have as a program. You know, nineteen and six isn't rock bottom for most, but nineteen and six, seven and five in the Big Twelve is rock bottom for Kansas. You know, it's been a bad year. I mean, when you're preseason number one, like, there's no way to spin it. This has been a bad year. Like, there's, I know we have great wins early on. We do. We have a great resume of wins, but this has been a bad year for Kansas basketball. One hundred percent. Nineteen and six. I mean, one. We're one and five on the road in Big Twelve play. Yeah, so this will be now so officially sells first year under five hundred in Big Twelve play. Was his worst five and four? Yeah, five and I four. Mean, 
We're gonna go two and seven. Most likely. At best, I don't I don't see us winning two road games. No, uh, I definitely don't think we beat Houston. Uh, Baylor's the game that they're definitely gonna be favored. We could win. I would hope we beat OU, but that's also a big question. We could go one and one and eight in the big on the road. Easily could go one and eight. If we can't score, I mean, forty six points isn't gonna be good enough to beat Oklahoma anybody in the conference. I mean, you gotta score the ball. I mean, Dickinson, man, fuck me. Two for ten, five points. That's just not gonna cut it at Same all. Back that he's better than Edie. He's not better than Edie. No, he's not. He's Edie's just so much more dominant. Oh yeah, Edie dominates games. Dickinson doesn't dominate. Why can't games. Dickinson dominate? I don't understand. I don't he's know either. Too, he's skilled. Like he has moves in the post. <sighs> it bothers well, me. Probably is just a deal where like this team doesn't fit him great either. Like it just doesn't. It's it's tough for him when. I mean, Edie has shooters around him this year. Like, yeah, it's tough because up when he gets doubled every fucking play. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's so it's like I said. It's and then a, when he gets doubled and he has to pass out, who is he passing out to? KJ, who's going to be five feet away from him at the free throw line? Yeah, we don't have any no shooters around him. Timberlake, who's going to shoot twenty percent? Dewan, who's scared to shoot? I mean, it's rough. But yeah, I mean, going into this year, I was pretty much expecting, I was expecting us to be like Purdue, UConn tier. Like it was Final Four. It was tier. Final Four for me. Was the was the floor? Yeah, I was just say I expected us to start the year like twenty and two, just be a team who like doesn't really doesn't lose bad games, just loses at Iowa State, at Tech, at Houston in the year with like three to four losses in the regular season. Oh yeah, we're not on uh, we're not on UConn's level at all, or Purdue's. For we're not even on. Let's be honest. I don't think we're with. We're not even. You got UConn and Purdue, in my opinion, are a tier of their own. Then I think that next tier is Houston, Marquette, Arizona, North Carolina, and we're not in that tier either. Wait, well, yeah, UConn and Purdue. UConn and Purdue are the, their tier of their own, and I think UConn is actually by themselves. UConn's, they're the best team in the country by far. And then I think that next tier is Houston, Arizona, Carolina, Marquette. And we're not in that tier. We're probably around with the Dukes, South Carolina, Baylor, Iowa State's tier. That's who we probably are around. Where do you have Tennessee? Tennessee's like kind of in between that Duke KU tier and in between the Arizona, Marquette, Houston tier. They're like in between there. They could. They play sometimes. They play like they're in our tier, but we do too. I guess sometimes we play like we're the te- we're top tier above too. But I just don't know. I just don't see it this year. It's just not. It's it's weird. It's weird to watch. I can't. I just. I Dickinson. You like you said, man. Like computer analytic, like numbers and stuff like that. What? Do you pay attention to like the analytics side? Some, not a lot, but some. I mean, basically, just every one of us has this listed as like. Teams like ten to fifteen. They basically all just say like we're a top fifteen team. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I think right well, now. We are like, Duke, Duke, like, Iowa State, South Carolina, Baylor, Auburn. I think we're around there. Yeah, and that's ten. That's nine to thirteen. That's why I think we're yeah. around. Yeah. No, I mean, 
Big 12 is officially over. We're out of that. Uh, one seed, 100% out of that. At this point... Two seed's probably gone as well. We're probably looking at either the last two seed, yeah. best case scenario, which means we're going to get be put with Purdue or UConn, unfortunately, because uh, they're going to be the number one overall and they get the worst two seed. So I'd rather be the I'd rather be the top three. Yeah, so it's either going to be that or a mid tier. I don't see us dropping to a four seed. I just we have too good of a resume, too many good games coming up. Like at home, we're not going to lose at home. I don't think because I would say right now the one I Big guess side, we're going to win. Should I pull up? Probably a good game at the Big Twelve tournament. So like, who are the three seeds on? Should I should York? I should I pull that up? Pull up the three and four seeds. I'm going to search bracketology right now. Uh, I go. This will be going into tonight. Obviously, not. It won't be counting the KU game. Um, I'm sure we'll drop a seed. So there's three. There's three one seeds locked up. Houston, Houston yeah. and UConn are all Arizona. Locked. Arizona has to be the other one. Yeah, they are. I think the last one is going to become. It's going to be down to UNC, Arizona, or Tennessee. Basically, just who has the best finish out of those three. Yeah, so you called it. Right now, they have us as the lowest uh, lowest two seed in, Purdue, in Purdue's bracket. Sorry, so sorry, right sorry. Second lowest two seed because Purdue's not the number one overall team. It's UConn. Uh, so the two seed, while wow, the worst two seed they have is North Carolina. The best two seed is Tennessee right now on his bracketology. And then we're in UConn's bracket, and Marquette is the two seed in Houston's. Uh, if we were going to be a two seed, I would love to be in Arizona's bracket. I'm not saying we're ever going to have a chance of playing them, but if we were to play a, t- a one seed in the Elite Eight, I would rather play Arizona than any of the other three. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to put us in Houston's bracket. so that like Wisconsin's still a three? How? How does that make sense? Who are three seeds right now? Uh, Auburn, Wisconsin, Illinois, Alabama. Well, we're four better. Seeds. Well, we're better than all those teams. My God, that's a poor three line. Uh, Dayton, come on, Dayton, Dayton, Iowa State, Baylor, Duke. I just don't see us falling to the four line. We're not falling to the four line. I, that four line is absolutely horrendous. We'd have to lose four. We'd have to lose four more games the rest of the year to fall. Three or four more games fall to the four. Dude, we're down twenty-seven points right now. Have we emptied the bench? No. There's two minutes left, and every single starter is still in the game. Good. Good. Make them face embarrassment. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's rough. I don't, I don't like I said. I don't even know. It's just a weird. It's a weird feeling as a KU fan. Like I mean, like the twenty, the year after the COVID year where we got fucked out of playing a tournament. That team you knew going into the year, the team led by like Marcus Garrett. You kind of knew yeah. that that team wasn't going to be great. Yeah. So like, it wasn't like a shock when we went twelve and six in Big Twelve play. That wasn't really surprising to anyone. But, like, this year, man, all the expectations. Preseason number one, everything. Hunter Dickinson going to be up for player of the year. Kevin McCuller develop, has developed into a a much better offensive player than I ever thought he could be. And now we're we're going to be fighting for a two-seed. I think we're going to be fighting for, just to say, on three. I think, I mean, just look at our schedule. Like, we're not going to beat Houston. We're not going to probably beat Baylor. 
No. Uh, t- so how many games? So seven and five, we have six games left. We, if we go four and two, win all of our home games, lose to Baylor and Houston, but beat OU, we'll be a three, 100%. Yeah. And, and if we even, and if we win a couple games in the Big 12 tournament, we might work our way back up to the two. Let's just be honest. Not very deep. I think that, I think there's, th- I think there's four. If I look at it, I think there's three, maybe four teams that I like to win the national title. And Houston's not even included. I just think Never, when I just uh, think no. when Houston, when I think it could be another year where you get a weird ass Final Four. I was just gonna say, like you never know. Like I, I still think this team. It's just frustrating because we aren't really that good defensively either. So like we can't, we don't have the margin of. Like I want to compare us to like San Diego State last year. But they were good like, defensively. Which is not good offensively, but they muck up the game to where they're going to keep it close and they're going to make it tight down the stretch and yeah, just have Kevin McCuller or Hunter Dickinson go make plays down the stretch to win it. And that's my blueprint to like make a run in the tournament. But like at the end of the day, like we don't really we don't play we good can't enough really defense. Hang our hat defensively either. Like we can't really stop people that well. You know? Yeah. Like what sure. are we good at? What are we, are we are we elite at anything? Sharing the ball. That is it. To but it's to a point where it's like bad, like it's becoming a negative because we share the ball too much. We pass it around the perimeter too much to where it makes it easy for the defense to guard us and we pass it so much that we get it down to like eight, eight seconds. seconds from the shot clock and yeah. then we're in a clusterfuck and no one knows what to do. And, and we don't have a DeWan <laughs> throw up shot at the end of the shot clock. That's just not going to go in. Literally our only hope when the shot clock is winding down is get it to Dickinson and hope he makes a play or when Kevin's there, hopefully Kevin makes an off the dribble jump shot. That's what all we have at the end of shot clocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like I said, we're just not, are we good at anything? Not really. No, I would say no. Like you we're, said, we're not, we're, we're a bad rebounding team, right? Offensive rebounding. We're bad. We're pretty well. We're pretty good defensive rebound. We don't give up a ton of offense rebounds. I mean, Houston, best offense rebounding team in the country. They didn't get a shit ton of offense rebounds against us. We're we're average. So I would call us average at rebounding. I would then call us average at defense. There are games, the Houston game, Baylor game. I thought we played really good defensively down the stretch against Baylor. We made some terrible decisions, but we're an average defensive team. We're really just average in the half court as well, which is the issue with Dickinson not being dominant. Because I guarantee you, self winning this year, thinking we're going to be so dominant in the half court because we have the best player on the floor down low. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're uh, we're below average shooting. shooting we're team. below we're average good, three point shooting team. We're not a good three point shooting team. No, we're not even we're, really a good uh, shooting. We're not we're really, really not a good layup. We're not good at layups. We're not good at finishing. We're really just in. We're dude. I, I'm just for KU. We're average as fuck. We're average. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of what you said, like, a few minutes ago. We're just an average, like, top 15 team. Yeah, it's not what, yeah. You don't go into the tournament expecting, like, oh, yeah, the number 13 team in the country. Like, I think they're going to win it all. Exactly. It's not. Usually the top five to six teams. Like, we're just not in that tier this year. Zero percent chance KU, and I I pick KU most every year. Zero percent chance of picking KU to win the whole thing. Zero percent. Absolutely zero. There's only one way that this could all switch. If somehow we pulled our head out of our asses and won the rest, won out the rest of the year. And that's not going to happen. No. 
I mean, that's just not going to happen. Just not very good. Like I said, for KU, we're just not very good at all. I mean, we're just not. I mean, I guess I was just naive. I mean, everyone was naive. I I thought this was going to be one of his better teams, too. Oh, I, that's what I thought. I mean, it wasn't really being naive because, I mean, going into a season, you're, you the only thing you really have to look at is what you have on paper. Obviously, no one thought Nick Timberlake was going to average 20 points a game at Kansas. Also didn't think he'd average three points a game at Kansas or two points a game at Kansas. Uh, didn't Thought Dickinson could be dominant the entire year. He hasn't been dominant the entire year. He was dominant in non-com play. He's been maybe dominant for a game or two in, in conference play at most. I mean, didn't expect to have to kick someone off the team either. Yeah, that hurt. That for sure hurt because the, the only pleasant surprise of the season is Furphy. I mean, I know he's been bad the last couple, but like, He's been a good surprise. You know, that has been nice to have him. And I think he's, if he stays at Kansas next year, I think he's going to be unbelievable. Because Sell's going to put it in his head that, hey, dude, you don't have to just be a catch-and-shoot guy. You, you can go off the dribble and create your own shot because he can. He 100% can create his own shot. He will be better than Kevin McCuller if he stays on offense. He'll be better than Kevin McCuller. It just feels like since, like, the UConn game, like, we haven't really got better you know, I mean, we played lights out against Houston, but, like, that's the only really game since the UConn game where you're like, wow, like, Kansas is elite. Yeah. I guess look at our Big 12. Like, we we probably should have lost at home to TCU. We could have lost to Baylor. We lost to the three, three of the four worst teams in the league. Yep. Um, two of our two of our game two of our wins are against the worst team in the league in Okie State. Who else have we beat? Houston. Houston. Houston was impressive. Houston was like, I mean, that's probably the most impressive win of any team in the country. I mean, we handled Houston the entire game, which is just so handled. weird. Like, I thought when we beat them, I was like, all right, this is like, this is the KU turn, like where we make every year, where it's like, all right, yep. They're rounding into form going into March. Like, they're going to win the Big 12 title. Like, yeah. I mean, even though that game was. Turn around and then they just laid an egg at K State again. Yeah. Like, you got to find a way to win that game. A lot. I mean, you got to find I a way. I don't mind losing to Tech, but when you lose to UCF, when you lose to West Virginia, when you lose to K State, you have to go win that game. And they're just not good enough to, like, go win. These games bury teams, bury. Te- they don't bury anybody. Even I mean, besides Houston, but we also, I mean, for a second there, we allowed Houston to get back into the game a little bit. Yeah, we just don't bury anyone. There's just no. We don't have a way to bury teams. Teams that can bury teams have just they they have good offense. They can they have shooters that knock down shots. We just don't have that. Now I don't mind our bra- I don't mind our seven ten in the bracket. If it was Clemson and Florida, I'd be a okay with that. What do you think our ceiling is? Mm, I mean, obviously, it's going to come down to matchups too. Like, are we going if we can match? Like, if we can get teams that play kind of like a slower pace. Like, I think we match up well with a team like Houston. They play a slower pace. They don't want to get up and down. They let our defense set up in the half court. Our transition defense is poor. So when you can let us set up and play defense in the half court, those are good matchups. But if we play teams that get out and run and create turnovers and are athletic. It reminds me if we reminds me. I know that we were bad that year, but my God, remember when we had USC in our bracket? That was the worst matchup possible. Remember when we had Auburn? 
Yeah, and we have Auburn. This has Auburn in our bracket as a three seed. If we get Auburn as like our two three matchup, like we're gonna lose by thirty. I'm not sweet. Kidding. Sweet sixteen would be our ceiling if we have Auburn making the sweet sixteen. Like matchups, just, matchups like will matter. That's gonna lose in the second round, dude. If I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, we could. We could easily. We could easily lose in like the second round. Like, if we get the wrong seven. I mean, hell. What, like, what would you do if you saw Kentucky as our six seed and we're the three seed? I'd cry. There's just no way at this point in the season that we, I mean, well, we'd have to score high again. And I don't know if we can do that to them twice. I mean, they're so bad defense. Bro, you watch Kentucky. They can't guard anyone. Yeah. They're so bad defensively. But, like, dude, what happens... If we get a fucking sneaky 14-15 that can absolutely flame it from three. I mean, I'm just saying. It's possible that we're a first-round exit. If we get a 14, one of these mid-major schools that can just absolutely shoot the piss out of the ball, I mean, we could be in trouble against a team like that as well. We're just not very good at the end of the day. Just not. That's why, that's why getting the one and twos is just such a big deal because you you truly only have to win like five games. Yeah. One seed or pretty much two seed. But like when you're a three or four seed, like you actually play like decent De- teams. Yeah, teams that are good. They are probably 27 and four, won their conference title, won their conference tournament. You play good teams. Like, yeah, they're like, mid-majors. But like 12, 13, and 14 seeds are generally like – Pretty decent. Yeah, That's like those, those are not easy matchups. And KU plays into the hands perfectly because we can't score. We can't really run with athletes. We're going to make it a half-court game. If you make enough shots, you're going to be in the game. It's going to be a big, a big brand like Kansas. Like, all the pressure is going to be on us. Like, it's not good, dude. No, it's not. I'm uh, I'm worried. Yeah. Very very badly yeah i i don't i don't i would even with i mean even with not looking at matchups i seriously think our ceiling is probably sweet 16 dude i think that might be our ceiling maybe elite eight if it's good matchups on our side but that's maybe i just seriously think and then yeah what yeah if we're a three and then we get a team like and we do get a team like kentucky that can score and get up and down i'm not kidding you I think Creighton's bad. They would worry me, though, because of their scoring and how they get up and down. A team like Creighton would worry me. Like, how they get up and down. They're on. They're the last five right now. Damn, that's a, that's a pretty good five. South Carolina's a five. Like, but they're, they're different. They play more slower defense. Kentucky is a six right now, though. They are a six. They got their own issues to worry about. I mean... Like even if we Utah get, schedule, they could end up being like an eight or nine, dude. Um, a Utah State or a San Diego State as our six, I would not love those matchups at all. Those are good teams. Who would you love to see them? Like seriously, dude, I don't know. There's I, not, there's not going to be a team in the tournament that can't beat KU. Oh, exactly. That's why I don't want to see probably the four sixteen seeds. Like that's it. If literally, if I had to put, a, I don't know a team that I, a team like. It's going to need to be a team that wants to play half-court basketball, too. A team that gets out and runs is going to fuck us and can shoot it. So, like, maybe a team like not even Clemson. Clemson would be a bad matchup. They shoot the three. I don't know who I'd want to see, seriously. I really don't know who I'd want to see. No one. I don't want to see anyone. You have to pick one. Okay, one team that's around that line. Mm. 
Like, so it can't be a Big 12 team because they wouldn't do second-round matchups. Dude, this is prison. I don't want to see a mid-major school in the second round just because you know that they're going to fucking play unbelievable against us for sure. I want it to be a Power 5 school because it just seems like a mid-major... If we run into a mid-major school that's good, you know they're just going to play ridiculous. So I would say, honestly... Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> Kentucky? Uh, Creighton? Not really... Fucking hell, dude. This is unreal. Colorado State. There you go. That No, I, I mean, sure. Colorado State. I've seen them play a few times. Don't think they're that good. Colorado State would be a six I'd want to see. Let me look. Dude, I just don't know. Like, matchup-wise, like I said, dude, we just don't do anything good. And teams that can run and make Dickinson have to run up and down the court and, you know, wear him down. Those are teams I don't want to see. Virginia would be a good matchup for us. That would suck. Virginia would be a good matchup for us. Yeah, I agree. I would like, if Virginia can keep climbing and they were our six or seven, I would love that. That would be good. They're an eight right now, though. How are they an eight? They're 20 and five. They've won like eight straight games. They're pretty good. Now they're a good matchup for us, but they're pretty good. You just know if we're a three seed and we see like an Akron or a Grand Canyon, we're fucking getting bounced in round one. Even, I mean, just, like, you think about, like, K-State's run last year. Like, you got to have a guy. Like, they weren't that good. That that team as a whole wasn't that great. No, but they had two fucking – they had two dogs. They had two stars. Yep. They had a guy who – they had two guys who could carry you, but they had a point guard who had the ball in his hands who could carry you, and KU just doesn't have that. That's why – You need that guy. You need either be elite at multiple things and at multiple positions, or you need to have one guy who can carry you and – like I said, that's, yeah, that's the only hope. I mean, you saw earlier in the year that we were elite at two positions. Yep, and we looked like a top five team, but we just neither of them have can sustained that success recently, and uh, they both just look decent, and that's just not good enough. Like I said, I think you know, I've seen a lot of people say if you could bring back somebody that K- KU would like need this year. A Remy Martin would be perfect for this team. A guy like that. I think we're just like one Rob Dillingham away. Yeah. A one red Reed Shepherd away from being like really good. Just and Of course they're all on the same team. Just bring one reliable guy. I don't even care. Like I don't even have too much of an issue with like our starting lineup or starting lineup spacing. Like it is what it is. Like our starting lineup can play with any starting lineup in the country. Yeah. We just don't have a reliable sixth guy who can just get buckets anytime he wants. No. And Kentucky has multiple. Yeah. Dude, even uh, if uh, even if we had like an Antonio Reeves for them from them. Uh, he'd be nice. Yeah, like somebody that can just get you shots. Like the shot clock's winding like when we have plays or the shot clock's winding down. Our best option on the perimeter is a Kevin McCuller mid-range pull-up. That is our best option, and that's not great. Because historically, he's not a great shooter. He's just not. That's about a 30% option right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it it's it's rough. It's rough, man. I just it's sad. It sucks. There's just I have no hope for us going into the going into March Madness this year. I just have no hope. And I hate that, but it just is what it is, I guess. 
the only hope I had like two weeks ago was, hey, we can ride Dickinson. Like he can be, we can just ride his back the whole year. And clearly, he's not good enough to do that. To do that. To do that, I guess. No. Which is stunning because I was like really, really certain he would be, but. Oh, I mean, there was there was no he's one. Off, in, man. There was no one in the world that uh, was calling him the best player in college basketball more than I was. And uh, he's not, I mean, as of right now, I don't even know if he's the best player in the conference. Who would, I'm guessing Jamal Shedd would win Big 12 Player of the Year right now? Which is an unbelievable travesty. I mean, maybe Dickinson would be the front runner still, but like if Houston wins the conference and KU finishes with like seven or eight losses, it's going to be tough to give it to Dickinson. Yeah. Dude, Jamal Shedd is... I can't believe people think that he's like. I mean, <laughs> not gonna be. I'm not gonna be an asshole, but I don't know. I just don't think he's that. I I don't think he's all that. Um, I think he's not. I don't. I mean, L.J. Cryer is not as good defensively as Shed, so it probably separates him a little. If Kevin McCuller wouldn't have got this knee injury, he was probably the front runner. Yeah, I mean, he's averaging twenty, so it'd probably be Kevin McCuller. But now he's injured. We're going downhill. Dickinson's played like shit the last two games. Last three games, really. Four games. So, yeah, it's tough. It's probably going to go to Shed by default. Yeah. Dude, and you know, the one thing you texted me that I thought that has really stuck with me, I thought about, where's the moxie? Where's the, where's the swagger? Where's the shit talk? The dominance. Like, it's just all gone. It's just gone away. It was there for the first, it was there for the non-con. It was there against TCU. It's just gone, though. It's just gone. I don't know what happened. I don't know if there's something going on. I don't know if he, if he's dealing with some, like an injury or something. I have no idea. But, dude, he's just like – it's literally been since that UCF game. He's like just not the same guy at all. He's not the same guy at all. It's weird for me to watch. He's like literally just not anywhere near the same guy he was at Michigan at all. Yeah. I mean, he looks like Jeff Withy out there, dude. Dude, yeah, he just in. He made that. He made one good post move tonight, and I was like, "Oh, okay, here we go." And then he blows the layup, and I'm like, "God, maybe he gets going here." But then he blows the layup, and it's just like, I don't know. He's take like his his everything looks off. Everything looks just rushed. Everything looks off with him. I mean, he's like two of like twenty five from his last threes. Yeah, and he was so good in the non con. He was so good in the non con from three. I'm pretty sure he started like 16 for 22 from three. Yeah. He's missing. He goes like one for two every time from the line now. He misses his 15-footers now. It's just. His touch is not there. Box. There's no touch. Yeah, gone, dude. There's it's, no it's touch. like the Monstars came and like stole everything. Or dude, something. literally. He looks, since the UCF game, he looks like a completely different player. Like even when we've, even when we've won games at home, it's like. Maybe there's a reason. Like, maybe Michigan, you know, what Michigan fans said, we don't think he played good. Every game we text each other, damn, Dickinson didn't play that well, but he's got 22 and 13, you know? I, I don't know what to say. It's just not, there's nothing there that, like, he doesn't imprint himself on the game, like, at all. Like, he gets, like, yeah. he gets the most random points, it seems like, that aren't meaningful or something. I don't know. It's just, there's no impact. Because I have, like, a, a Zach E.D. or, like, a Thomas Robinson type where you can just no. drop step and dunk on someone and just absolutely change the game. It's just, like, a little you gotta, tip in or something like that. 
Yeah, there's nothing done. Also, dumb. you know what's really annoying to watch? When he tries to tip in the ball and he doesn't just grab the ball. I know, and he does it all the time. All the time. It's It's so annoying. He did it today four times in a row and he missed it every single time. Yeah. Dude, he does it a lot every game. Every single game he's tipping at the ball. Instead of just grabbing the basketball and you're 7-2. Grab the ball and then just dunk it. And he doesn't dunk ever. Why is he 7-2? Give some height to KJ. Give KJ four inches, please. Make him 6-10. Because why are you 7'2"? Oh, right when I was going to give KJ some props, he played bad today. Today was probably his worst game. Yeah, and he's been, in my opinion, him and DeWan have actually been, you know, pretty good for us. He's like actually a good basketball player. He's not just an athlete anymore. He's a good player. No, he is. He's a good player. He's our And he's just the heart and soul of our team. He does everything for us. And you got to believe he's probably getting gassed now, too, because he's playing 40 minutes a game. Like, he doesn't have a backup. Yeah, and that's why I think these games, th- just from what I've seen the last couple times, these games where we've played Saturday, Monday, the Monday games have not looked good for us. They I look, mean, we've they got looked, fucked on our schedule, let's be real. Yeah, uh, we, look t- we look extremely tired in these Monday games. Extremely tired. All the Monday games are on the road, too. It's yeah. It's like... Wow. Uh, the the this would be this is why I fully we I'll I'll call it right now. We will not fucking lose to Oklahoma Saturday. We have a five day break. We will not lose to Oklahoma, and then we get a week off. We'll be fine. Uh, do I think we're gonna win out? Absolutely not. I expect us to go four and two though. I expect us to go four and two. We got who? Texas, BYU, K State at home. Who else we got at home? That's it. We only have three. Oh yeah, yeah, we got three home games, three away games. So I expect us to win all three of those. I don't K, K- State. That'll be a slaughter. We're gonna we're, we're gonna be pissed off. Texas. The matchup's tricky. Uh, not after seven days of rest. But we'll beat Texas. We'll, BYU. You know they're gonna come into the field house and make thirteen threes. That's probably. Honestly, I guarantee that's you that game, game. I'm worried about the most at home. I guarantee you that's our most challenging home game. One hundred percent the rest of the way. One hundred percent. They'll make thirteen threes because they'll shoot fifty. We'll beat OU though. We'll we'll finish the year four and two. We'll probably be if we finish four and two, and we can. So the Big Twelve tournament, how's that going to work? Fourteen teams. Is every well, how does that going to work? How's the bracket going to shape out there? Are the 11, 12, 13, 14 going to play, and then it'll be a twelve team? Bra- I don't know how it's going to work. Let me look it up. Like I don't know if how that's. Yourself, would you play? Or if you were the head coach, would you play McCuller Saturday? Like, if he said, "Coach, I can." If I can he can go, it. if he can go, then yeah, we need a win. we need a win, dude, on the road. If he can go, he's got to play. But I, again, I don't want him to play if he's if he's still banged up. I don't want him to play. How banged up is he? If he's ninety percent play, if he's sixty seventy, probably not. I don't know. So how- you bring him back. Like, what if it's a deal where it's just like. It's just going to be nagging the whole year. If you get it banged up in the next game, you're probably going to go back down to 60. Like, like when when is the... What is the injury? Do we know? It's just a bone bruise, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's, really that's, that is a thing. Here's the problem with a bone bruise. That, that's going to linger. Um, I don't think a bone bruise can get much worse, but it's going to be tough to get that better. It's going to be tough. The only way you can get it better is with rest, right? So I guess they're probably then I'm guessing they don't play him Saturday because then you said we have the whole week off till the next Saturday. 
Yeah. So that would basically give him two weeks off. Yeah, I guarantee you he doesn't Three play. Weeks because we played K-State. Oh, yeah, so it gives us 19 uh, days off. Yeah, 19 days off. So, yeah. So basically, yeah, Baylor was a week. Yeah. OU would be two weeks, and then next Saturday he'd play. Three weeks. That'd be two weeks rest. So, yeah, he's not going to play against OU again, and they're just going to hope he's almost 100% by Texas, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, so the Big 12 tournament is, starts on Tuesday. Okay. 13 plays 12. Mm-hmm. And 14 plays 11. Okay. So the 13-12 winner plays the five seed on Wednesday. Oh, so it's four teams get a bye. Uh, yeah, four teams get a double Double bye. bye. Yeah, it's ACC thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the 9 and 8 play each other on Wednesday, 10 and 7 play each other, and then the 6th seed plays the winner of 14 and 11. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad if we only get one bye and we have to play a team to get going in that tournament. I play a shittier team to get going. I don't know, man. Because that's just one more day that we put on our legs. It's true. So a double bye will be 8 teams, so you'd have to you'd win 3 games to win the conference title. Are we going to be a fucking top 4 Big 12 team though? That's a legit question at this point. Probably not. Seriously, probably not with our schedule. So if let, let's say we go four and two, what does that finish us in Big Twelve play? Eleven and seven. Let's look. Yeah, look at the standings. It's just so it's going to be tough to tell, like right now, because everything's so jumbled up. But I want right. you, I want you to just tell me. So we finish eleven and seven. Tell me the teams around us. How many losses they have? I know Houston's going to win the conference. There's there's four teams with five losses right now. And then there's two teams with four. And then there's four teams with six. So basically... We need two. We need... Oh, my God, dude. So basically, ten out of the 14 teams are two games around each other. Like Oh, yeah. So it's it, you can't even predict right now. No. There's absolutely but no way to predict. we probably have the hardest schedule out of every team. Oh, yeah, we so, 100% do. We're probably the only team who has to go at Baylor and at Houston. Yeah. And right now we are – we lost to Iowa State and we lost to Texas Tech. That's huge. So two tiebreakers that we won't have. Yep. Oh, we're not. Gonna, we're not going to be four and two. So that's, no, that's eleven and that. eleven and seven. Eleven and seven in the conference will not put us in the top four. Yeah, so we're going to be. We're probably going to be the four or five seed. Or no, sorry, the five six. Four seed probably our best case scenario, actually. And we could be the seven. Could you imagine if we, we finish? OU. Could you imagine if we finish fucking seven and seventh in the conference? Oh my no, we'll, we'll finish fifth at worst, I think. Well, OU game will decide a lot of that. Well, if we lose to OU, the season's over. <laughs> yeah, it's over. It's fucking over if we lose at Oklahoma. They are so bad. Bad, bad. They're not good at all. If we lose to Oklahoma. Do you think it's a must win? Let's, yeah, let's it's say, no, it's a must win. We lose to Oklahoma, I'm done. Even if McCuller's out. Must win. Well, yeah, must win. We're going to finish seventh in the fucking conference if we lose to Oklahoma. How can I say that I expect us? First off, I don't even know. It's almost crazy to say that I expect us to go beat Oklahoma on the road. We've only beaten Oklahoma State. So how could I even How could I even say that we're going to beat Baylor? 
How could I even say we're going to beat Baylor or Houston on the road? I can't. Dude, at Houston, we might be seven-point dogs. Eight-point dogs. I'm going to hammer Houston in that game. Like the line. I think they're going to kill us. I just love that matchup, though. They play into our hands. They play into our hands more than we... We play into a lot of other teams' hands. Houston kind of plays into our hands, how they play ball. If we play turned up. Dude, I think Jay Will said it best. The Big 12 is the deepest conference, but it's not the best because he says we don't have any national title contenders, and I agree. Yeah. I, I can't, dude, just, I don't think Houston's built to win the tournament. I do. But then again, I say that, and if they do play lights out defense like they can, they could be a tough matchup. In the, they could make a run in the tournament to the Final Four national title. But like, what happens if they get there and they have to run into a UConn or a Purdue? How the fuck are they going to beat those teams when they can't score? I don't know. How is Purdue even... I, I don't... I, I watch Purdue, though, man. They're... I mean, come on. Purdue. They're just not it. They're... they're UConn is head and shoulders the best team in the country. They're so deep. And Bobby Hurley's such a good coach. That's a bad look if they went back to back. I mean, dude, look at look Parker. at look at how they are twenty two and two, and they've missed a starter like almost every game of conference play, and they just don't lose games. They find a way to win them, where we find a way to lose them. That's yeah, the no, difference. They're built, they're built for March too. They have a big. They have multiple guys who can go get their own. They have shooters. They have multiple seniors who can handle the ball. They have a four-man who can spread it and shoot it. They have a bench who can come in. Like, it's just a joke. They're nasty. They're I don't so understand how nasty. Kansas can't get more than five capable players. It's crazy. You said it. You said it. It haunts Bill Self. You know these other what these other coaches are saying. You really want to go fight for minutes on the bench at KU when you know Bill Self's going to play starting five the entire game? It's just going to be this. – I'm worried that, like, it's just going to be the same team next year probably. The only good thing is, is I think we could get you can get guys, but young guys better though. The only problem is, is we have such a good recruiting class coming in. How are we going to get? How are we going to get transfers to buy in to come play in minutes at Kansas? Yeah, like we have a stacked recruiting class. Does does it worry you all that if Dickinson comes back, that hurts? That what's his name, the big fellow we have coming in, could change his mind. Yeah, really badly, actually. Yeah, scares the why shit out of me. He? What? It scares. Why, the... why wouldn't? Why would he come to KU? Yeah, that like, is... why would a five star come to KU to play behind? Let's just be real. I mean, Baycott's leaving, Edie's leaving, Kalatilipowski's leaving. Like he's gonna be the first team All American. Like right, no doubt about it. Who? Dickinson. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be the best big in the country. It's like, why would a five-star All-American top 10 freshman come play 10 minutes a game? Yeah, and you know it's not like Bill, Bill Self can't sell him on, oh, we're going we're gonna to play two bigs like we have KJ. Like, you can't, sell a, you can't sell a big on, hey, come play here because we're gonna, we'll play two bigs this year. When you have KJ Adams, who can't play the three, can't play KJ at the three, Dude can't fucking shoot. 
I don't know, bro. It's it's a shitty year, and we're probably probably gonna lose him, which sucks because I think he looks like an animal. Yeah. Because Dickinson is going to make more money at Kansas than he is going to, because right now at this point the way Dickinson's played, he's going to go undrafted. So he's going to get signed to a summer league team that's non guaranteed money. You Man, don't know. He, like, he's not even close to being a summer league guy either. No, like that's what I'm saying. He's you think this guy could play in the G League. No, 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 no. He can't. That's why I'm he's saying. Get blasted in pick and rolls. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. There's no chance he goes to the NBA because he's making a guaranteed two million dollars next year at Kansas. Why would he go pro and probably not make an NBA team and not even make a G League team that for that matter? I can't even. I can't believe how bad he's been lately. He needs a break. He needs this. He needs this fucking one game and ten day break as well. Fuck. I'm gonna end on a self quote that I just saw. Yeah, let's see it. Is it from tonight? Yeah. Oh my god, is it bad? This had negative written all over it since yesterday. The guys' attitudes are good, but we're beat up. We're beat up and tired right now. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. They all look tired. I mean, he's playing six, six guys right now, right? Yeah. I mean, tonight, yeah. El Marco. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't even call Parker Brown playing. Like, no, he plays fucking five minutes a night. He gets a cardio session in. <laughs> Seriously. He literally gets out there and runs up and down the floor and fouls people and then goes back to the bench. Like, He's worse than Mitch. He's so much worse than Mitch Lightfoot. Oh my God, he's he's so bad. I would burn Zach Clements' red shirt right now. Is he still there? I don't even want to talk about that, dude. You'll get me going. I can't talk about that right now. <laughs> All right, OU, must win? Must win. It's a must win. You're not playing McCuller? I'm playing McCuller. Some facts that you know. I'm, play, I'm playing McCuller. You are. You fucking have to. Dude, if you're McCuller, you fucking – if you're the guy who came back your senior year – You fucking you think – You see how bad we look without you. You were going to be an All-American. you got to step up and say, Coach, I'm 60% right now, but I'm playing. Like, I don't care. You fucking like, – Jalen Wilson ain't fucking sitting out for shit. Fucking play. Play. Season's on the fucking line. You want to be the seventh – you want to end the year being Bill Self's lowest seed in the Big 12 ever – we're going to finish as the fucking seventh-ranked team in the conference if we don't beat Oklahoma. Like, seriously, this is going to be looked at as Bill South's worst team, one of his worst teams ever. Yeah. Marcus Garrett yeah. willed us to the two-seed. He couldn't score outside of 10 feet, and he willed us to the two-seed in the conference. Like, what are we doing? I know the Big 12's tougher this year. I know it's deep. But my God, dude, I, I'm not going to stand for us just being pussies all around. We just go out there and play soft. Dickinson, man up. Nut up, bro. Nut up. There ain't a guy in the Big 12 that can fucking check Dickinson if he's nutting up. There ain't a single guy in the conference. Yeah, I just have a, I have a bad feeling the game Saturday is going to go yeah. similar to today. Yep, I have a bad feeling that we lose by fucking 15 to Oklahoma, and that's embarrassing. They have guards. They're going to come out and shoot it. We're going to be tired. They're, they have more depth than we do. I just I have a bad feeling about it. I mean, I'm already all the way off, but if we lose, like, I'm like, I don't even care. If we lose to OU, I'm like, I'm not even going to watch March Madness, like, thinking, oh, like, what's the best path for KU? Like, I'm not going to root for upsets. Like, I just, it's not going to happen. You can't root for a best path when you're going to be a three or a four seed. 
you're gonna, probably going to get sure. What do you think our worst case scenario is seed wise? Five? Pro- no. Nah, is that absolute worst? No, absolute worst is probably the low, like the the worst four seed, just because we do have some unbelievable wins. They, there's no way our resume, well, unless we lose one of the home games and we lose all the road games and finish two and four, then yeah, a five. A five is actually the worst case. If we were to drop a home game and lose all of them on the road and go two and four these last six, yeah, we could be a five. So yeah, worst case is a five. Best case is probably meaning we go four and two, win a couple games in the Big Twelve tournament, and we get a we get a two seed. That's probably our best case. One seed's gone. That that will never happen. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it sucks, dude. It's absolutely ass. Alright, well this we should have started doing this earlier. This is fun. I know. We'll have to we'll we'll definitely continue it on to next year. Maybe we'll have to do it for some NFL weekends too. Yeah, pro- probably won't do Saturday recap, but we should get together like Monday night to recap the OU game. Yeah, I'm down with that for sure. Hopefully it's a little bit better than this one. Yeah, hopefully it's a win. Sucks to start the recap. By the way. Sucks to start the recap. How much did we end up losing by, by the way? I still haven't even checked. Like 29. <laughs> we are so bad. Oh my god! All right, all right. So we get oh, the- you, know, you know Darian Williams, that one guy. He finished with forty-five. He's the first player in like college basketball history to score thirty-plus points on a hundred percent shooting versus a top hmm. like ten-ranked team or something. Oh, that's that's good. That's a good. That's a good feather in the cap. Yep. Great. Disaster. Yeah, that was a disaster. Are we good there? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the rant about KU, and uh, we'll talk to you Friday night with KB and the boys. Peace.